Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. I love the fact that <laughs> nowadays Berhantu comes out like once every two, three weeks. Um, I guess absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> That's just an excuse. Lah. No, 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 no. It's not an excuse. I'm really busy. I don't have the time to do 10 million things at one time, alright? Because I am a teacher, a mentor, I am an entertainer, I'm a host, I am a, a actor, I am a playwright. I am holding the fort for a lot of people and doing a lot of things. Um, anyways, excuses aside, I have a freaking good story for you this time around and... Um, I guess if if it makes it all worth it in the end, then why not, right? So this this story is actually uh, was actually shared with me by um, sebentar ya. Biar saya buka dahulu. Let me open up the email of this brother's experience. Um, so he's a so um he was sharing with me. Uh, two stories. One uh, that happened to him while he was on reserve. So he's a police officer. All right, he's a um, with the SPF, the Singapore Police Force. And um, there was another episode that uh, there was another episode. But it's another story that he shared with me about his experience in Gold Coast. And I have been to Gold Coast, and it's a beautiful place. Um, very touristy and very expensive. Quite overrated, but okay, that's besides the point. Anyways, so this story is uh, from this um, gentleman. He says, let's just use Namu Samaran Hafiz. Okay, fine. I guess Hafiz is a very nice name to use. So let's just call you Hafiz. So he was telling me the story about how he experienced something really weird and creepy during one of um, his cycles in reservists. He, he said this happened in 2021. And he was serving his reservists under Gov Division, Badok South NPC. All right. Um, so he was assigned as a GRF, um, to a NPCO officer. Right now, these are just acronyms. I don't know because I'm not from the SPF. So essentially what it means is that each team will have a total of three reservists attached to one regular officer. Okay? Alright. Fantastic. So he and two other reservist buddies, they were attached to an officer named Sergeant Khairul. Khairul, right? Um, and one particular night, in the midst of buying dinner, they said that they... Um, he said it was malam Jumaat. It was a Thursday night, um, around one ten in the morning, like that. They received a le- a message from the op center requesting that Sergeant Khairul and them, the three of them, to proceed to this HDB block located at Chai Chi Road. Now, he didn't mention this block in Chai Chi Road, but apparently this block is famous for this incident. So, for those of you who have, who lived around the area, uh, who may have heard, um something uh, about that place or this particular unit, uh, please feel free to share your stories and your experiences because I think it's a very fascinating thing. It's a very fascinating thing because um, apparently this is not like a one-off incident. It has happened like many, many times. Okay? So he said that when we, th- when we, got, the, um, when we got the message from the op center, we thought it was a normal call for domestic violence or noise pollution. So we went there. So we went there straight, lah, right? They were buying stuff. They were buying dinner. So they, they, they didn't buy dinner. They went straight to the Chai Chi Road punya tempat, right? On the way, 
um, the reservist buddies um, asked Sergeant Khoirul, um, Cik Khoirul eh, Sergeant Khoirul, what was the message all about? So Khoirul said that the message was an Indian family all right, called the police to report on a case where they heard a sound of a woman voice screaming at an abandoned flat at level 5. So when the three of them heard it, they were like, okay, chills down the spine. So he automatically, he calmed himself down. He remembered his his dad's words, which is, you know, we humans are more powerful than all of the mahluk halus jinsumo, right? We are more, kita lebih noble than them, alright? So we shouldn't be afraid of them. They should be afraid of us. Okay, now, so they arrived at the location of the incident, alright? So once they arrived, they realized that the HGB area was very quiet. It was totally silent. There wasn't even people walking around the HGB void deck uh, or even people hanging around. It was really, really very quiet at Chai Chi Road in the area. So they went up, alright? They went up to, to level 5. The first thing they went to do is they went to meet up the caller, la, which is the Indian family. So the one who, who opened the door was the Indian man. Um, so they... they they asked like, the Indian man like, like actually what happened. So he said that his family was watching TV in the living room. And then out of nowhere, they said they heard a woman voice screaming coming from level 5. Um, one of the flat, you know. So their flat is apparently abandoned or in the midst of renovation. So there's no one in that house. But they heard a woman voice screaming. Okay, So after they chatted with the Indian man, they decided that okay, like, we want to proceed to investigate like, you know, what was really happening. So they turned away. So, so when they turned around, immediately... The Indian man locked his gate, shut the door, and locked his door. Then they were like, the four of them were like, okay, it's up to you lah. Okay, I mean, I mean, we already asked, we already asked, we already got, got our answer. Okay, fine, whatever. Even though you're acting all suspicious, never mind. So they walked to the abandoned flat, right? So Sergeant Khairul took out his flashlight, and then he shined into the, inside the flat. And it was really, it was really pitch black lah. You know, they, they, you could see that the, the walls have been broken down. And there wasn't anything. And there wasn't... Um, I mean, the, the, the floor was scraped out, you know. The, the tiling was scraped, but they were really in the middle of a renovation, right? So they also took their camera phones and then they, they shined some light into the flat. And then at first they said, we didn't hear or see anything. So we stick around for a moment, you know. And they were inside the flat and the flat is like really legit dark. And um, and then he's, we saw what... Suddenly we saw like Sergeant Khairul go into one of the rooms, so we're like, hey, bang, 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 where are you going where? So Sergeant Khairul said, you just wait here, I go and check something. So he went into the room. Five minutes later, he went out of the room to meet us, like the rest of them, not the three of them. And he said, this is the creepy part. The moment he walked out of the room, we heard the scream of a woman. But nobody said anything. So, but they all freaked out, like, we totally freaked out. He said, we left the flat. And we quickly took the stairs down back to the car park where we parked our petrol car. Now, by the time we got back to the, the, the car park below, the car bawah, downstairs, our deputy team leader is and, and backup officers already arrived. Like suddenly, right? So, that really like, macam caught us off guard lah. Eh, how come suddenly like, got backup and got our deputy team leader all come? So... The deputy team leader told the sergeant, okay, you accompany me to the fifth uh, flat together with another officer. So the three of them, lah, you know. And then the three of you, um, just sit down here and, and, and you just wait, wait at the void deck. So they went up. So 20 minutes later, they all came back down, alright, after like inspecting the, the house. Lah. Then the deputy team leader instruct the sergeant, okay, why don't you, uh, you guys go buy supper 
uh, to eat and then you eat at at the neighborhood police post lah the 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 NPC lah you know so we went back to the petrol car we go to East Coast punya enak enak and then they said we we bought our supper there and then we we eat back at the NPC so while we were all eating our deputy team leader came and 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 asked like can can I join you guys to eat and then we like okay fine 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 and then he asked us this question korang dengar tak suara perempuan pekit dalam flat tu So the the deputy leader the leader asked them, "You guys heard the voice of a woman screaming inside that flat?" And then all three of them just look at each other and they just started nodding. And he said, this, "And then this is what he said. He said it's not the first time this happened. Okay, there's been multiple cases of residents complaining or reporting to Bedok NPC about strange noises and things happening at that particular flat." So many residents living there will always say that they can hear a woman voice screaming after 1am every night. So our deputy team leader macam just tell them, okay, like, why don't you just let's calm down, relax, just be strong and reason whatever you're trying to do in this line of work. You know, just relax and do. So after supper, they all resume their patrol all the way until 6am. And then they disarm, send back the handcuffs and all that. And then they went back home as, you know, as per normal. He said, He was very lucky because nothing followed him back home, or like you know, um, I mean, he wasn't kacau further, uh, further than than hearing that that voice of that woman screaming. So he said that there was one of the incident that I can never forget, lah. You know, when I was working, um, I mean, I was doing my reservist at Bedo NPC, and then he said, "There's another story I want to share with you about my my experience um alone in Gold Coast, Australia." So he said, "I went on a solo trip. I went on a solo trip." To Gold Coast, alright. So he said that um I was using uh I was renting via Airbnb because I was alone. So the place he said that the, the place that he was um renting wasn't an apartment or a hotel. So it was essentially a house. Okay, there's a house with a garage, and it was at a suburban neighborhood located near Surfers Paradise. There lah, you know. So one particular night, his Airbnb host said that oh I want to go out to work for a while. It was around 6 p.m. But if you guys know 6 p.m. Uh, Maghrib in Australia No more It's very dark already Very very dark already Okay So that night I remember He said I was packing my shopping stuff I bought for my friends And I was alone in the house I remember The lights in the living room And the kitchen All was switched on And then suddenly Everything was blackout So there was a power trip Okay I was like Eh hey, cannot be lah Like seriously right now So I grabbed So he said I grabbed my phone And I went out of the house And to my surprise The entire neighbourhood Where this the way he was living at, also kena the blackout, okay. But he said that the people there acted normally as if like these things have, this thing happened all the time, and they just resumed their lives. He said, I can still see one guy re- uh, fixing his car, another guy was playing ukulele on a small guitar and singing along, um, to some song, you know. And that was when he said, I suddenly came across a man with his family from the next door, which is the next house, right? So they saw me in front of the house, and then they. And then they called me over to their front lawn lah, you know. And then they're like, "Hey, how are you doing, mate?" So I said, "You're good." So I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm just quite weirded out because I, I, I mean, this is the first time it's happened." So he said, "Yeah, yeah. Actually, this, this happened all the time." He said, "Don't worry. The power should be back online uh anytime soon." Okay, so the guy said, "Alright, fine." So this guy said, ah, "So I said, okay, fine." So they had a conversation with one another. We're well, just to pass time, and then I was just. He was just telling the, this 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 neighbor uh, from the office of his B- Airbnb host that he was from Singapore and all that. And that was when he said, when they were having this conversation, I saw the man's wife. Her eyes was looking 
at my house. So my house was behind me, right? The Airbnb house that he was renting was behind him. He looked, she looked at the house and then she quickly went back into the house. So I noticed this. So that's, that's strange. And then suddenly his husband who was talking to me, right? He said that, Matri pun pandang, like his, his eyes also looked at my house. And then he said this to me, oh, belum rumah kena. He said this to me, mate, are you alone? I was like, yeah, my I'm alone. My my host is out at work. And he said, mate, is there someone in the house right now? So out of curiosity, Hafiz turned around. And he said, this is the most fucked up part. Because you, you know what I saw? I saw a dark human figure with red eyes and long hair. Okay? And he had black skin standing inside the house where I'm staying in. So my reaction, the first thing was, Astaghfirullahaladzim, you know, so he just recited Al-Fatiha and I, I could see in my heart. And within a flash, I was like, oh, shit, run. So he did, he stopped talking to the guy altogether and he ran, when he ran away from the house because even though he was at the neighbor's house, he was pretty close to the house that he was at. So he ran, when he ran, he almost banged a car because uh, he, 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 he banged, he almost banged a car because he stopped in front of this uh, macam lampu kereta, this uh, lights, and turns out the car belonged to his Airbnb host. So then he went out of his car and he's like, mate, are you okay? What happened? So I didn't want to frighten him. You know, this half guy didn't want to frighten him. So I said, oh, no, no, no. I was just jogging. Padahal, I was in my Crocs. <laughs> and then he, we went back to the house. And at part of time, when we went back to the house, everything was back to normal. The power went back on. So my host was having dinner. And, and, and that night, he said, I cannot sleep. I'll, instead of playing some surah, you know what I switched on? I switched on Lago Ghostbuster. <laughs> he said that was my horror experience traveling solo in Australia out of all places that I can never forget because I saw, he said, I saw that thing and that thing was tall and he was standing, or that thing was standing right in the middle of the house and mata dia merah, rambut dia panjang, kulit dia hitam. <laughs> So that was the story that Hafiz have shared with me and I want to share with all of you. So thank you so much for listening. Um, again, as, as I mentioned, anyone who lives in Chai Chi Road, if you know of this incident of hearing the voice of a woman screaming in the middle of the night, please let me know. I don't know how long ago was this story. Um, I, I, I haven't had a, had a time to ask Hafiz. Um, but I would imagine that it still happened still happening until today um so yeah so for those of you who are bedok people feel free to message me um if you don't if you're not from bedok and you have a, a solid ghost story to share with me that, I, that you want me to share with the rest of the listeners please email me at hafizabrahman at yahoo.com h-a-f-i-d-z-a-b-d-r-a-h-m-a-n at yahoo.com until then thank you so much for listening guys and have a great day ahead good night guys <laughs>